here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 105.3 FM in Uppington. Thanks so much for staying with us. You're on SAFM and my name is Pimelo Modine. Now, my conversation right now is with an ethnobotanist. An ethnobotanist is somebody who, he explained this to us last week. He started this conversation with us. He's going to explain the healing properties of specific plants. Now, we all know that we do not have yet um, a cure for COVID-19 and actually many other diseases as well, right? So the one thing that we've been told to do is to look after our health. So try and boost our immune system as much as we can. Lots of debates about what that means and, you know, whether this is just putting too much pressure on people to start taking too many vitamins and so on. Well, that's another conversation completely. But what we can do is to live as healthily as possible. And one of the ways in which we can do that is to consume foods that will support our immune system. So we started the conversation around the properties that garlic has. And uh, we started that conversation with my guest, uh, Jean-Francois Sebieski, and uh, he started going into those properties. And so we're now taking the conversation further to now another um, spice. Turmeric is the spice we're going to be discussing today and its healing properties. You can start dialing in 0891-104-207. Jean-Francois, thank you so much for, for making the time to talk to us. Let's pick up again from last week. Good afternoon. Yes, hi. Happy Melo. Thanks for having me on the show. Okay, so last week, as soon as you left... Everybody started sending it as, as it happens, you know, as soon as you leave, then they start asking us questions, questions I have no answers to around garlic. And, and so um, I think we had left of our conversation around the quantities of how much is good enough for, for optimum health per, per day. And you, I think you said something around um, a spoonish. Did you say a spoon? Yeah, um, it was 150 milligrams of the extract a day. But with food as medicine, Camelo, I think the important thing to remember is, is it's not like if you're going to eat just foods, um, I would probably say half a clove a day or a clove, small clove a day. So an inch, an in, um, a one centimeter piece um, length and diameter is sufficient to have in one's food. You know, um, if someone has like three, four tablespoons a day of powder, it can, you know, lead to blood thinning. Yes. So one has to be careful with um, blood thinning because it does have properties that thins the blood, but that's in high doses. So my, the way I, I use the, the plants is small amounts in my food. So I will chop up half a, a clove um, and then put it into my, into my food and then I'll actually munch it in my food, which is lovely. It's like, you, I, you know, I have it with, um, with veg, uh, vegetarian um uh, burger patties, for example, or whatever you put it in, and when you crunch it, you release the good the good elements in it. You know the the elements that protect your heart, protect the uh, the body from high cholesterol, etc. But um, yeah, you s- you spoke a little yeah. bit about how we consume it. So the yes. the best way possible, and this is I suppose to those who who then decide on on using refined um, plants, whether they are in tablet form, whether it's in a powder form, or whether it's in its, it's, in its natural state. Which yes. is which do you recommend is the best way to well, consume what, something? What I would recommend is actually even to grow it. So when I was doing a bit of research last week on, on garlic, yeah. um, 
there is actually a very big potential for, for farmers in South Africa because we import. It's actually really interesting, Pimelo. We import most of our garlic. Really? But garlic is actually quite easy to grow. Yes. If you take um, um, a clove of it, but uh, they recommend either, if you're going to start like um, farming um, you know, commercially, rather get the, um, seed, the good quality seed. Yeah. But for anybody who wants to just form, farm small quantities, um, the best advice um, is to get organic, yes. uh, a big um, organic garlic clove, uh-huh. break up the cloves, and all you do is you, it loves fertile soil, or, but it grows in most types of soil, but yes. fertile, well-prepared soil. Yeah. You, you push it one, um, so the general re- rule of thumb is, so to speak, is the size of the seed is how deep you bury it. So okay. very small seeds, you need a small amount on the top, okay. so you bury it. Uh, uh, hand width apart so that it can have space to grow. Yes. And then what's amazing is that the garlic loves winter, so it loves the coolish um, uh, climate mm. over winter. So the best time to plant is from March till July. Mm-hmm. So now, then, so now would be a what, good time. Yeah, exactly. Now is a good time. Exactly. So if you plant them, what they do is they basically multiply ten to twenty of those cloves per clove in the ground. Wow. Okay. Um, and so all the resources, it, it grows itself in the winter and then you harvest nine months later mm. when the, the top parts that sh- it shoots out shoots, mm-hmm. they, go, um, they, they go brown or yellow. They start okay. to die off. Then you harvest your garlic, you pull it out carefully and you let it to dry in a, in a shed, you know, somewhere like that. And then you've got your own garlic. So, so is it the kind of plant... Off. So I beg your pardon, John. Is it the kind of plant that you would then plant in the shade? Because you've just said it likes a no, cooler climate. No, it needs full sun. Okay. A great question, um, Melo. So it needs just a good, well-prepared, fertile soil, full sun, mm-hmm. so that it can, um, you know, it does, it, it does like, to, when it grows, it needs full sun. So, um, but it, over, it, it likes winter time. It likes the coolish weather. So then it grows its roots. So it's not about growing the top parts, even though in summer the top parts will come out. But then once the top parts have um, come out and died off, then you harvest your garlic. And so then you can basically sustain your own supply. That's the nice thing. Yeah. Instead of buying it, you know, you, you have your sustain. That's the power of plants is that you can sustain. And in fact, you can then have so much that you can start selling it to your neighbors, to your friends or whatever, you know, become a small scale um, uh, farmer. Once you've harvested when do you yes. replant again? Do we wait for the next season, or you know? Because e, I, you can harvest, you can grow it all year round, but it prefers winter when it goes when it when yes. it um, boosts out its its bulbs underground. So okay. from every clove, you can get ten to twenty, okay. and it's a great opportunity. I've read in the Farmers Weekly that it's like a real opportunity for South African farmers to grow garlic. So Lovely. there we go. Love it. Tell me about yeah. its 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 water consumption. Is it is it is it a thirsty plant? And uh, no, it's not a it's not a high it's not a high demand plant if yeah. you want to call it that. You know, it's not high maintenance. Yes. You know, um, but um, it likes to have well prepared soil, so fertile soil. Um, you know, um, sandy loam or you know, yeah. well with a lot of organic matter. Yes. It likes that the best. Yeah. Okay. So you need to prepare yourself. It's not it's no good just digging a mm. hole in hard soil and expecting anything. Yeah. You know, you need to have well good soil. soil. Yeah. Okay, lovely. Now let's move to turmeric. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, in in my in in my mind, it's like this. You know, we we're talking about like food plant, um, healing plants we can grow. You know, mm. as part of our own little garden. So if we start even with garlic, a few bulbs in our well prepared little little garden, um, uh, family garden, 
Then, you know, you can plant other things. So let's say we start with garlic. Then why I went um, to turmeric next, um, Kimelo, is that these plants like garlic and turmeric and ginger are simple plants that we can use every day in our diets that has very profound anti-inflammatory properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we need today because there's some diseases, most diseases caused by inflammation. Yeah. You know, um, you often hear of oxidation, um, but inflammation is the main predisposer of disease. So um, the plant we'll talk about today, turmeric, is a very powerful anti-inflammatory and, and antioxidant. So it's um, originally from Asia, from India. It's, uh, it's called Haridra in India, in Tamil. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have used it in Chinese and, Arab and Indian medicine for thousands of years. Mostly, um, Pimelo, traditionally the use of turmeric was in... Um, for stomach conditions, for uh, inflammation of the stomach lining, mm. um, and also for indigestion, and also for jaundice. Um, so it, it 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 has those uses uh, because of a co- mostly of one compound, but there are many other compounds in turmeric. But it's a famous compound now called cu- curcumin, okay. which gives it that yellow fr- that yellow. Um, uh, color. color. So the only problem with the, if you see it as a problem, but the only like when you prepare a turmeric, you know. Bet, bet your hands will get yellow a little bit, but it goes away in half a day, you know. It's not a serious thing. Um, it was even used in uh, India. They use it in Indian um, wedding ceremonies to paint the couples, you know. It's gorgeous. traditional. No, that, yeah. that's exactly what – it's not a problem at all. It's actually the best part of the turmeric. Um, it gives your so, food color. Even if it tastes horrible, it would look yes, at least and, amazing. Yes, and those and those colors are actually where the goodness is. So that curcumin um, has been shown to have—I call it the repairer. Yeah. Um, it's it, because of its actions in the body. Um, what it does, what it does in the body, uh, Pamelo, it stimulates bile formation. So it's so for normal people, uh, people who, when I say normal people, I mean people who don't have any gallstone problems yeah. or biliary tract obstruction. You know, it, it stimulates the bile which helps to digest fat. So in a way, it's very good for, for, for um, uh-uh. people who want to detox, uh-uh. you know. So it stimulates your bile to, uh, that breaks down fats in the body. Um, so, and then it's anti-inflammatory. Um, and it's, it's used now in, in extracts in uh, health shops. You often, people were, when I was working in health shops, it's very popular as an anti-inflammatory for arthritis or any inflammatory condition in the body, which it does have properties for. Um, but what they've shown, um, uh, Camilo, is that the turmeric, the curcumin is not very well absorbed on its own okay. um, in the intestines. So what they advise, what they've found is that if you mix um, uh, pepper with it or uh, piperin, it's called, it's the extract of pepper. Yes. The pepper works together with the turmeric for, to help it absorb, which is I an see. amazing little alchemy that goes on there. Because so, I was going to mm. ask you about the fact that you know, on its own, it's actually not spicy. So that color is quite deceiving. It's not spicy at all. It's quite bland. Um, but it's the fact oh, that no. oftentimes it's mixed with other spices that people yes, assume exactly. that turmeric is actually spicy. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, in Indian cuisine, often, you know, you, you make it with rice and etc. But um, what I do is I cut also like about um, a one centimeter. You can use about even a two centimeter piece. But when you, ch- when you chew the raw uh, little... Um, uh, root, if you want to yes, call it the root, yes. it is quite pungent. It does okay. not have a strong. If you mature a little piece, even like that, one centimeter by one centimeter, you, you, it's quite strong. Quite, it's got quite strong flavor on its own if you chew a raw piece. Is it like know? a gingerish so, type of pungent? Well, pungent is like how can you explain pungent? Um, 
Pungent is like, hmm, it's a hard <laughs> one to describe. <laughs> it's uh, like garlic is also pungent. You yes. know those, those yes. spices that kind of hit yeah. you in the mouth kind yeah, of a thing. They like, land. But it's not, it's not hot, but yes. it's like yeah. it's strong and musky. I and, hear you. Uh, you know, that kind of taste. I, I do hear you. Um, yeah. So what's so, then the best way to consume it? So what I would suggest is there's spices. Mm. Um, so organic spices from the health, from health shops. Um, I use a, like a ground spice that's organic and non-irradiated. I think it's very important to have yeah. organic and non-irradiated spices because there's no difference between. I've tasted cinnamon, for example, that is from you know the normal brands in the shop that and and proper cinnamon, and there's no comparison. It's like what was I eating before? It tastes like it's cardboard. Like, it's know, like the, vanilla. It's like vanilla. If you can taste you the know, real thing, it's so yeah. You have to taste the real thing. Yeah. So the the real thing is the the organic non-irradiated. Um, so I put the powder on my eggs, for example, and fish. I put, what I do is I cut a little piece of turmeric and I actually stick it into my food, mm. like into my omelets or whatever, and then you know I get it, I crunch it up and and there it is. But the easiest way is to probably put your powder, um, you know. And so what I do is I put my like I put my garlic clove, half a garlic clove, cut it up into three pieces, put that into my food, which I love to chew on, and it bursts out with flavor in omelets and fish and, uh, you know, veg, veg patties, whatever. And then I pour, uh, I sprinkle my organic turmeric powder on top. So there I'm, I'm having anti, like an anti-inflammatory dose in my food, you know, for my lunchtime. But then, so it's John, got natural you, anti-inflammation. But but then you've also said you said earlier that it it's not. I mean, on its own, you don't get you know it doesn't get absorbed properly or fully. Well, exactly. This is this is the main principle in holistic medicine, uh, Pamela, is that diversity is key. So yes. what I do is I ground my ground black pepper on my on my food afterwards. You okay. know, um, I pour a little bit of olive oil, which is also anti-inflammatory. Yes. A little bit of the organic turmeric powder. You see, so then everything is working together and sure. diversity is key, is important in, in and the reason, medicine. And the reason I was asking you this is, is, is for, for those people who, who really are not into hot food but want the properties of turmeric, you can yes. do other, you can mix it with other things. So it doesn't have to be the hot and spicy yeah, I pepper. Mean, the, the, the powder is not hot at all. Yes. You know? I mean, I'm saying like if you chew a whole piece of raw uh, turmeric, you'll, you'll know what pungent means. <laughs> and yes, it's not so really... Yeah. It's not bad, but the, the powder, you can't really taste much of it, exactly yeah, no. like you're saying. So, mm. you, so, so the combination there could be with just the normal black pepper, right? So it's, Absolutely. Okay. All so right. they find that it really helps with the absorption. So I would say you grind your little bit. Let's say you um, even put it onto a pizza, you know, your yes. the powder, powdered turmeric, and sure. then you grind your black pepper on your pizza. There we go. And there then the go. garlic's in there. The only thing with garlic, yes. I just wanted to mention, is that it is stimulatory, so it's not advisable if you want to sleep well to have a whole clove at night time. <laughs> that even historically, to me, and it's really interesting, the monks in the monasteries yes. were not allowed garlic because it would uh, stimulate libido. Yes, yeah? I know. <laughs> That's why I laughed. <laughs> so I was hoping you for like you to a, go there. Yes. a dose of garlic in the evening, you won't sleep very well, or you might have very sexy dreams. <laughs> sexy, sexy times. No, I, I was <laughs> waiting for you to go there because I wasn't going to say that, John. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's take calls. As I said, I'll take the calls. 891 You're on SAFM. And Tlantla, thanks for calling. You're calling from Joburg. Good afternoon. Hi, Pamela. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for calling, dear. I'm good. Thank you. Just a question for John. Um, there's a lot of uh, rumors about turmeric and how good it is for your skin. Is that true or is it too harsh for your skin? So is it... Oh, for skin, can, yeah. As a daily... Um, 
you know, routine for your skin to get rid of blemishes and for clearer skin right. or is it too harsh? Dada, let me just right. ask you, are you talking about application on the skin or consumption yes. of it? So application on the skin. Okay, all right. And yeah. what kind of paste would it be though, just on its own? No, so usually there's a mixture, either turmeric with like lemon juice or mm. like turmeric with um, egg yolk. Okay. It, it really depends. Okay, John, go ahead. Yeah, well, um, uh, Paula, the, the, the traditional use was to actually treat skin infections because mm-hmm. it's very, it's also a very powerful antimicrobial. That yellow, those yellow, yellow phenols, they call them in phytochemistry phenols, are very antimicrobial and anti, um, you know, antiseptic. Um, so I would say you could use it as a paste for like skin um, infection conditions, but I wouldn't use it as a skin uh, repair. Out most, I would take it internally for that. So as a powerful antioxidant, it's going to help to protect tissues. But externally, I'd probably say more for treating skin infections rather than, let's say, for example, you want to use um, baobab seed oil, you know, or um, um, any of the other oils that actually replenish the skin, um, like rosehip oil. Those are really powerful to kind of regenerate the skin. Um, there's another herb that we, can, we must, Pimelo, we must speak about it in one of the episodes. It's yep. called Centella Asiatica or Gotchicola. Now, there that? is something you can make a balm from or a cream that does repair the skin, you know, for the skin problems like, you know, um, for, skin repair. For, for but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be my f- port, first port of call, put it that way. As um, in turmeric would not Sorry, be. I didn't get your name, Paula. So, yeah. so you're saying turmeric would just not be the one, it's just... Not, I wouldn't not for go for it as a first port of call. Okay. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't okay. say that would be my, I mean, that's fair. my first port of call. No, that's fair. Okay, we continue to yeah. take your calls on 0891-10427. And um, so, you know, Jean, it's not a bad thing that, you know, a plant could be good for libido. It's, it's actually not a bad thing. And no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, if you want to sleep as, like sound, as you, I you hear don't you want blush. to be disrupted. <laughs> As I, as I hear you blush, so the people, <laughs> people can. No, they, they actually, you know, garlic is a circulatory stimulant as well as turmeric, so that's why they actually, it's a really nice combination to start your medicinal plant garden with, you know. <laughs> Grow your, oh, by the way, um, you know, the, yes. the turmeric loves a microclimate, yes. so when I, when I say microclimate, it likes like a foresty condition, so oh, I what I noticed in my little garden that I have is I plant avocado trees, mm-hmm and uh, basil and all sorts of things. And then it likes to grow amongst other ah, plants. So it gotcha. likes that tropical vibe. You know, gotcha. It doesn't like full sun on its own. It, it won't like that. So yeah. it, it likes that intimacy from others and, and that yes. proximity, with which I, exactly. th- I suppose also helps with humidity. So to keep that moisture it, in, that's right? exactly right. So that microclimate, exactly. That's what it, that's what it creates. Absolutely. Okay. Know? So um, with, with regards to turmeric, is, is, is it ever too much? I mean, we spoke about garlic that you, you could have too much yes. of garlic because it may yes. thin the blood. Is, is, what, what about turmeric? That's the same. That's the same for turmeric. So they usually recommend 500 to 1 gram of curcuminoids, which is the curcumin, um, a day, um, together with 60 milligrams of the piperine, which is the pepper. Yeah, um, that's the extract. But I would also say probably a two two centimeter piece a day, um, or I would say a safe dosage would be like, yeah, a third to half a teaspoon in your food a day. It will be fine. But you know, if you again, if you have a blood um, thinning, um, uh, warfarin, if you're on warfarin or blood thinning medications, and you're going for an operation, of course, then stop all these things. Stop. Um, 
curcumin, stop garlic. You know, you don't want to have a blood blood um, you know blood yes. coagulation problem. Yeah. Okay, that's 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 to be noted mm. because. Um, if if you do have that kind of a condition, though, so you would sort of fall out of the category of people who can use these these medicines for. Well, I would say small amounts, like like I'm saying, like even half a like one centimeter piece in your food a day won't be a huge deal. But I'm okay. talking about table teaspoons. I think they said, um, yeah, I'd have to I'd have to check okay. it. But one teaspoon in you know you know like let's say five teaspoons a day then Correct. you're getting into a problem too much. You know? yeah. all right let's mm. take some calls and some voice notes as well a voice note coming through on 0861-4104-107 let me just take the voice note for you Jean. hello when you have tonsillitis you can actually gargle with turmeric powder it helps a lot because i tend to sort of develop t- tonsillitis in winter so i always use turmeric powder to gargle and it really helps john oh. Yes, absolutely. You know, I never thought of that, but and those phenols, that curcumin, is a very powerful, like I said, antiseptic. So that's why in India they traditionally used it to, to treat skin um, skin diseases. Mm. So absolutely, you can. That's a fantastic idea, actually. You know, people can make their own mouth gargle. Mm. I never thought of that. Mm. That's that's fantastic uh, way. She's obviously it's a voice note, so we weren't able to ask whether um, she's mixing it with anything when she gargles. I would say you don't have to. Mm. I, I think if you make it strong enough, you know, just for gargling, then shucks, then it'll kill the the bacteria yes. on on site or locally. Yeah, and the infl- inflammation as well, I suppose. Yes, yes, that's a great idea. All right, we are mm. taking those calls on oh eight. 9110427 my guest is Jean-François Sobieski he is an ethnobotanist and um, basically we're talking about healing properties of plants and so uh, we've started with uh, garlic being the first property the first plant that we we analyzed here last week and so now today we're talking about turmeric and the turmeric is uh, the, one of those that also is going to be quite helpful if you're trying to boost your immune system and specifically dealing with inflammation David you're calling from Mpumalanga Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamela. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Thanks for calling, David. Thank you. It's my first time on getting oh. through, but I've seen WhatsApp. You see so. now, I could, I could Where's throw you... Where's the ding-dong? Where's the ding-dong? <laughs> I could throw you a whole party, David. I could throw you a whole party. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Pamela. Um, uh, my question is about the planting of the garlic. Yes. Should I peel it? Should I cut it? Should I just separate it uh-huh. and then plant it? Jean, yes. please don't go away, David. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, David, you know, you don't peel it or anything. You just separate into each clove, and then you 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 um, put it in the ground, one thumb or like you know one thumb down, and give space for one hand hand with space for the plants to grow, and then you just cover it. You know, so it's really just planting each clove as it is. Um, but I would get an organic source. I wouldn't maybe get from the shop. You can try from the shop. Sometimes they're sterile. They say, but um, I haven't okay. tried yet. But the best would be to go to an organic market or a farmer's market, get some fresh garlic, and then separate them and plant them, plant them in the ground. Once it's the, the most okay. important thing is preparing your soil. Okay. You have to prepare it um, well. Just could you repeat what direction should I plant? Uh, put it down with the point down or the rough part? Oh, the the point must be up. Yes, that's right. The point must be up. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, John. David. Thanks. I'm fascinated yeah. by the talks of growing herbs. I've been trying, but struggling. Oh, is it? Okay. Ah, 
Okay. Thanks, David. Thanks. Maybe try okay. the organic one. Thanks. I like that. I'm also really interested in this planting of it, uh, Jean. Jean, there yes. is um, some couple of voice notes. Let's just listen to some and then we'll come okay. back to our callers. Madam Pamir, how are you? I'm Nathan K from Bombera. Okay, you said which plant increases ribido. I would like to know about it. Yeah, thanks. Have a nice day. Bye. Hi, Pimelo and John. Dave here in Johannesburg. I am going to stock up on those uh, colleagues and uh, for the libido. The whole week it's going to be me and my wife drinking only garlic. No more water, no more tea, just garlic. John, <laughs> so um, <laughs> so what? Well, what, what just to I... put it in context, <laughs> we we live in a Western world where a lot of our food is actually stimulatory. So when we go out and we have our pizzas with coffees and red meat and spices, that is what we're doing. We are stimulating ourselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, 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 no. You you heard the two callers. They are very interested. They're not just a little interested. They're very <laughs> interested. So let's talk about the tea. If I wanted to make myself a cup of tea, which I sense people want to be drinking a lot of this weekend, let's just think about what what kind of tea would we prepare? How would we do it? So if I, d- I didn't hear the first caller very well. What no, no, no. It was the same. Made? It was the same concern. Libido was was the same. The uh, same vein. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. It wasn't a question. They were just uh, happy. To, they were happy uh, to know uh, that <laughs> that uh, okay. he, he just asked. You know, so which plant is it? So we are speaking about turmeric. Is is uh, the answer to the to the first voice yes, note? So, yes. okay. if if I were to make it as a tea, how would you prepare it? The garlic, you mean? No, or the, or turmeric. the turmeric. Yeah. Oh, the turmeric. Um, you. Um, I do know that people. There's a thing called a golden milk. So you boil the, your turmeric yes. um, with milk, milk and then yeah. you can add other spices to it. Yes. So that is one way. To, and that's a very Ayurvedic kind yes. of way. They like to use milk as a substrate, yeah. as a, as a, you know, to make a, a mixture with, with, yeah. with herbs. It helps with absorption, I think, the milk. But, yeah. you know, that's like... Good no, it's, milk, like it's, probably it's fresh, gorgeous. Milk, In fact, I think you you're actually right, and I think sometimes they add a bit of honey there as well. That's it, yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's yeah, a, a beautiful mix, actually. You absolutely. You can make your own mixtures, and yeah. you can put in card. I love cardamom. Cardamom mm. is very. Um, it's a very also very pungent taste, and it opens, they say, the third eye. You know, like it's got quite like a, that's more metaphysical, but yes. they, you know, they say that it's um, it's it's very uh, pure energy. They mm. call it in Ayurveda sattvic energy or high vibrational energy. Yes. But cardamom, anyway, it helps to reduce the mucus forming properties of milk. So oh. that's probably why Indian people always put cardamom in their milk. You know, they oh, boil it up with just to balance so it's it out. fascinating. And the plant itself is an amazing plant. It's, that's another thing uh, we can talk about sometime. But cardamom with your turmeric and, you know, your pepper, you can put your pepper in there, a little bit of pepper and boil it up in milk. It's fantastic, fantastic way of having it. Yeah. All right. That sounds so from I mean, from my little understanding of that golden milk is that golden you, milk, yes. you would cook it. You would yes. put a, like add a teaspoon of of the turmeric and then some honey, Powder, obviously, exactly. um, yes. honey to your taste kind of thing. It's, yes, it's really you, nice. You can, yes, yeah. yes, exactly, exactly. All I right, think, look, so I sh- think that's a fantastic um, thing for winter, you know, because yes. it's, it's circulatory stimulant. The cardamom yeah. is also circulatory stimulant, so it helps you relax. It helps the whole nervous system um, relax. So it's a, oh, and I didn't mention um, pimelo. Turmeric is antidepressant, so it really? actually increases a thing called brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which in other words, it's like a brain tonic. 
Sure. So a simple thing that you might take for granted, like turmeric, has got so many uses. It's such an amazing plant here. Well, thank you for introducing this plant to us. Thank you. And and I think a lot of us are going to try planting that garlic and see how it goes, because this is the season, as you said, you know, this would be the best time to try that. Yes, yes, Pamela. And if people want to know more, um, they can... They can see on my website. I have a lot of uh, articles on my blog, yes. and um, and my website is Phyto Alchemy. So it's p h y t o alchemy and I'll be happy to. They can also email me Phyto Alchemist. So p h y t o a l c h e m i s t Phyto Alchemist at gmail dot com. I'll be happy to to uh, help people, you know, with questions, etc. Oh, it was lovely talking oh. to you, John. Let's do this again <laughs> yeah, next week. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lovely talk, and there's so much, you know, there's so much we can expand into. Lovely, so lovely. Much. We'll do it again next week. Thanks very much, John. Thanks, Pimelo. Have a great week. Thank you. Jean-Francois Sobieski is an ethnobotanist, and uh, the website is phytoalchemy.co.za, and I'll spell that for you. It's p-h-y-t-o-a-l-chemy. Dot co.za. Two o'clock, let's go to Utsi Lesaku for the latest in SABC News.